Hello and welcome to Safe Travels. I am your host, Damien. Safe Travels podcast is about finding expert advice so that you can enjoy worry-free travels. Today we have a report from the road. Actually, it's a combination of many reports from the road. Everyone's talking about road trips this year, avoiding air travel. So I wanted to have somebody on the show to speak about what the conditions are like. We are speaking with Cindy Richards, who is the editor-in-chief of TravelingMom.com, which is a very popular travel blog with over 60 writers. So they have a lot of information coming in. She will talk about safety concerns on the road and how to address them. She has some great questions to ask ask hotels before you book your room, and she gives a good general situation report from the road regarding masks and things like that. It's a very short show, just about 12 minutes, but a great report of what's happening. Show notes will be available. Go to our Twitter feed, Safe Travels FM is the handle, to find links to that. Please enjoy. Cindy, thank you very much for joining today. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Would you mind introducing yourself so that the audience can understand who you are and who you are with and what you're up to? Absolutely. I am the editor for the leading family travel website, TravelingMom.com. We have literally thousands of stories and hundreds of thousands of readers every month who come to us looking for advice and tips and things to do wherever they're going. And right now we're talking a lot about road trips because that is the family travel option of choice, particularly now. It seems like every day there's a new article talking about road trips being up and RV trips and things like that. So I think people are staying domestic. And as you say, that's why we had you on the show today. We wanted to get an idea of what's going on out there. So what in general should people know before they are going out on the road for a road trip? Well, I think what you want to know is that This is an unprecedented time. What we know on Monday might change on Tuesday. So you really have to be prepared for just about everything. What we're finding, what our readers at Traveling Mom are telling us is that they're going to walk before they run. They want to start small. They're looking, um, the stories that they're looking at on our site are about day trips. So you can leave in the morning, you can sort of dip your toe into the water, see how you feel being out at a site, and then you can come home and sleep in your own bed where you know it's, you know everything about your own house. And once they feel comfortable with that, then they're going to do short overnight trips, maybe one night in a hotel or an Airbnb before they venture out to what we think of as a traditional summer vacation where you spend a week at the beach. And now are you hearing something from people as far as like, let's say, hotel cleaning policies and things like that. Are you hearing some reports about what the conditions are like? You know, it's very uneven. There's no overriding thing you can say about any of it. So we have 47 writers at TravelingMom.com, and we have another 19 who write for our section written by dads, TravelingDad.com. So we have about 60 writers, 70 writers who are out there these days, and they're already traveling. You know, we're uh, committed travelers, so we're getting out on the road. And what I'm hearing from them is that it's very uneven. We just sent some writers to Florida, and three of them reported back that it was fine, and another one checked into a hotel, and it wasn't fine. It wasn't clean. They weren't wearing masks. She didn't feel particularly comfortable with her family there. So I think that's really the trend here is there's no trend. You want to call ahead before you book a hotel, and I, and I do recommend booking a hotel. I tend to be a, a serendipitous traveler. I like to go where the wind takes me, and I've always felt comfortable checking into whatever hotel popped up on the way when I needed a hotel. I think this is not the time for that kind of go with the flow travel. I think you should choose your hotel. You should do some research on the chain because every hotel company now has on its website information about how it is cleaning and disinfecting hotel rooms. 
But then you have to do more than that. You actually have to call the hotel where you're going to stay. And I think you need to talk to at least the front desk or whoever answers the phone. But I'd actually ask to talk to the manager, frankly, and find out, are you requiring your desk people and your guests to wear masks? How often are you cleaning a room? Are you keeping rooms empty for three days or a couple of days to make sure that the virus has time to die. And honestly, you know, we have a whole story on travelingmom.com about how to clean your own hotel room. I'm not a big germaphobe, but these are things that I've often done in hotels in the past. So you want to take your own wipes and wipe down all the high touch surfaces, the door lock, the door handles, the bathroom faucet, the toilet flush. And frankly, the germiest place in a hotel room, most people don't know, is the TV remote. So the answer to that is you can't really clean it because it's got all those nooks and crannies. So you wanna take a Ziploc bag, put that remote right in the Ziploc bag, it still works, you close it up tight, then you wash your hands and nobody's gonna touch the germy remote. That's a great tip, I like that. You mentioned a few other things to ask the hotel, and I was curious if you had any additional. I think you mentioned masks and their cleaning schedule. What are the sort of things? And you also mentioned one of your writers said that one hotel just didn't look that great. So what should people be looking for as far as those procedures that hotels have in place? Well, I think you, you want to go on their website and they'll, they'll tell you what products they're using, how often they're cleaning, what their disinfectant, you know, their, their CDC and EPA products and CDC rules about what should be cleaned. So you want to be familiar with those and make sure that the hotel company is doing it. Even if I called the hotel and and they assured me that everything that they were doing was according to CDC guidelines that they're using the proper products and they're completely disinfecting, I'm still going to do it myself because I know then that it got done right. Just because it's the hotel policy doesn't mean that that overworked, exhausted housekeeper actually did all of those things, right? You can't always assume that. So I, the, the person who was uncomfortable was uncomfortable because she walked into the hotel, no one had on masks, there were crowds gathered in the lobby and no one was dispersing them, everybody crowded into an elevator. So those are personal choices. People are choosing to do that and whether or not the hotel is enforcing things like social distancing is not something that they're going to reflect on their website. So so those are the things that you want to ask the manager about when you talk to them. How are you enforcing social distancing? Are you enforcing social distancing? Are people wearing masks and gloves at the front desk? Do you have contactless check-in? Can I check in by my phone instead of handing over my credit card to somebody else, picking up a communal pen and signing the register? What other ways are you protecting people and limiting interpersonal contact. Are you hearing about a lot of motels requiring masks for guests to even come inside to the lobby? You know, we know about what's happening in the world, right? That there are places where they are and places where they aren't. There, there are states that, that don't require masks. So there are hotels that don't. It's a suggestion. We would like you to put on a mask, but no one is standing at the door and saying, here's a mask, you need to put this on before you come in. Mm -hmm. But those are the, that's a question you would wanna ask the manager. You know, if this is important to you, some people it's not important to them. They think that people shouldn't be required to wear masks. Right, yeah, the mask seems to be a big one. It's certainly something that everyone is doing their own part to follow that procedure. And then there are plenty of people that are not. So it's difficult because you're going to encounter people that are not on board with that. Have you heard much about, in general, mask usage, let's say gas stations, and convenience stores and things like that. Are people in general wearing them from what you've heard? Not in my personal experience. Yeah, I just road tripped from Chicago to Detroit and 
went in to two different places and no one had masks on except me. But I stayed six feet away from everyone, washed my hands, and then used hand sanitizer when I got back in the car. I think you, um, especially out in more rural areas, I think you're going to find that people don't. I had a writer who went to the Wisconsin Dells. They stayed in an Airbnb for a week. And so she had to buy groceries, right, to cook in so that they wouldn't be going out to restaurants. And she went to the grocery store with her husband and two kids. They're from Chicago. And they were literally the only four people in this uh, grocery store in Wisconsin wearing masks. But I think that really what this is, the, the bottom line here is what people have to be thinking about is they just need to be prepared. You need to be able to plan for sort of way more contingencies than you normally have when you travel. I think this is the summer of the plan B vacation. You need to, I think, even to the point of, of carrying plenty of food with you. Not only is it a question about whether it's safe to go into a place, but it's also a question about, is that place gonna be open so I can go in if I want to? Things are moving very fast with this pandemic. And just because something was open yesterday doesn't mean it'll be open tomorrow. I mean, in some cases, just because it was open, uh, you know, a restaurant was open at lunchtime doesn't mean it's gonna be open at dinner if, if something changes. It seems like everyone is going to need to have a lot of flexibility in any sort of travel that they're doing this summer. Flexibility and preparation are really the answer. You know, researching the hotel, we already talked about that. But I think it's also re- researching your destination and what are the what are the rules there. I mean, a lot of people, I think the smart travelers these days are are planning to travel in state because if you stay in your own state, presumably you already know what the rules are around your state. You have a sense of the culture, the mask wearing culture, whether that's something that people are doing or requiring, and and you also feel comfortable. And you know, there are a lot of states that are requiring out of state guests visitors to self-quarantine for two weeks, for 14 days when they arrive. So if you're planning a one-week family vacation, you don't want to go to a place that wants you to quarantine for two weeks before you can start having fun. That was going to be my next question about local rules in, in various states. Do you have any good resources for that? How can people know what the rules are in various places? Yes, we have we have a story on TravelingMom.com about 20 creative ways to travel this summer. And that story, it's, it's right on the homepage, so people can find it easily. That story includes links to several sites that are keeping up to date by state and locality. What are the current rules? You know, what's the infection rate? So just because the rules, you know, so a place like Florida, they might not require masks, but as we all know, Florida is having a, a surge in cases right now. So that might make you feel uncomfortable. So there are four different sites that you can look at that will really give you the gamut. Are masks required? What's the infection rate? Is there a quarantine requirement? That kind of stuff. So check that story, click on those links there. You'll be able to get all the information you need about that. That's great. You mentioned the Florida surge, and I think there are a lot of areas in the country that um, on a map, I think they're marked as red or high risk areas. They have different levels of concern. Have you heard much about people avoiding those areas specifically or taking extra precautions in those areas? I have not personally, but I think that's very much an individual decision. There are people who are not medically at risk, so they feel like it's okay. There are other people who feel like they can still travel to places where there's a surge as long as they take the proper precautions. I have one traveling dad who even travels with 
portable potty, like the kind of thing that you might find in a small RV. So they don't have to do potty stops along the way, but they know where they're going. So they can drive pretty, you know, they bring their own snacks, they have their own potty, so they can they can go directly to their destination where they're going to feel comfortable. A lot of great tips and advice for people and even resources if they go to the Traveling Mom site. So that's fantastic. I appreciate it. Where can people find you online? Where should we send them? It's travelingmom.com. Um, easy to find. Lots of resources for travel right now. And I'll just leave your listeners with the recommendation that you just always have a plan B right now. Prepare more than you think you really need to. Take food, book your hotel, ask questions, and be flexible. Right. I think plan B and be flexible. Thank you very much. I appreciate you joining. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the talk with Cindy. I think she had a lot of great advice. If you are planning a road trip locally or further away, you have a better understanding of what to expect and some great tips to stay safe. I have the usual favor to ask. I would very much appreciate it if you can help promote the show and get the word out. I'm hearing good things. People like the topic of staying safe on the road. Who wouldn't? If you have somebody in your life that would enjoy this show, I would appreciate it if you could share it with them. You can email them. You can post it on social media. Tell a friend. And the other thing that helps are ratings and reviews. Whatever your podcast app is probably has that feature. It's a star review. You can write a few words. Anything helps. I appreciate it very much. Thanks again. Safe travels.